Welcome to the Real Paranormal Stories Podcast with your host, Christopher Buckner. Send your stories to realparanormalstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Royalty-free music provided by Kevin McLeod and Tabletop Audio. And now, let's take a trip into the paranormal. This story comes from Reddit user Neto Saito. That's N-E-T-T-O-S-A-I-T-O. And this is their story. One of the scariest moments in my life came from something I cannot explain. It's something I think about every time I drive down that road. And it's something I continue trying to figure out. That day, hard to believe, but it was almost 11 years ago. Back when I was in college, I had to take a few night classes to finish my program. I was going to school for drafting, and one of the classes, covering Inventor, was only offered at 5 p.m. This was a bit of a pain for me, as I lived with my parents still, and the college was located an hour away. So getting off at 3 p.m., then driving home, and heading back was pointless. That's why I typically stayed and just killed time at school until it was time. Sometimes my dad, who worked down the street from the school, would wait around, and my mom would meet us for dinner. But other times, it was just me killing time. Yeah, it was a pain, but you do what you have to do. One day near the end of the semester, both of my parents decided to meet up with me just as we had before. It was getting close to Christmas, and this town happened to be where our closest mall was located also. So they decided to use the chance to get in some Christmas shopping. And after we finished eating, they did just that. I went to school, they went shopping, and that was that. Or at least I thought. With Inventor, despite it lasting a few hours, you could leave whenever you wanted. We were allowed to work ahead and he didn't care when you left as long as your assignment was done. Being someone who picked up on the program and 3D modeling quick, I was in the group of kids who was constantly 10 or so models ahead, so it didn't matter when I left usually. This being the end of the semester, however, I was out of work to do. I reached the end, so I ended up leaving class extra early, so I called my parents to let them know. They were still at the mall, so I drove over there to meet up with them. I did some shopping myself, and then we packed up the two cars to leave. Since they had gifts for me, my dad decided to drive one car, while my mom went with me in mine. Dad left first, so I didn't see what they had inside, and I took out after him. Back then, I still hated driving at night. Heck, I still do. So I followed him closely on the way back. My dad is a crazy safe driver, so he drives slow, annoyingly slow. So it took longer following him, but it was okay. Felt safer with him in the lead. Getting close to home, we arrived at the T outside of the town I'll call RL. My dad was at the stop sign ready to turn left, but a car was coming. So my dad, being an extra safe driver, 
he proceeded to peel out and cut the guy off. Now, RL isn't the safest town around, and when the guy slammed on his brakes and stopped in the road, I was scared. This is where people would get shot, and the guy stopping terrified me. I sat at the stop sign myself and had no idea what to do. Do I go? Do I wait? What is this crazy guy going to do? I sat there for a few minutes, freaked out, before my mom finally just said, Just go! So I did, and the whole time I kept my eyes on the gray car as I slowly pulled out and passed them. They are gone! My mom's screaming shocked me, and I remember saying, What are you talking about? As I too realized the car I was passing was not there. In fact, another car then passed through where the first car was sitting. The car was gone. Where I was looking was empty. Later, when I got home, we asked my dad about it, and he was confused. He wouldn't answer a cell phone while driving. According to him, there was never a car. He wondered why we stopped, and said we were the only ones on the road, minus the guy he passed down the road away five or so minutes later. So, what did we see? Every time I passed that road, I looked to see if maybe something could have reflected light and made it look like a car. But there was nothing there. Just a cornfield. And that is their story. This story comes from Anna. And this is her story. My experience with the ghost of a deceased college student. His death was ruled a suicide, but we all know it was murder. In 2012, I transferred to a small liberal arts college my sophomore year. My boyfriend at the time had a group of friends who lived in a house off campus. He told me that the year before his friends moved in, another group of guys he knew lived there. One of the guys who lived there the previous year will call him C., had died in the house. His death was ruled a suicide, but it was super suspicious. The police claimed C hanged himself in his closet. However, when his roommates found him, he was lying on his bed with a belt around his neck. Apparently, C had a super crazy girlfriend. She was jealous, delusional, and physically abusive towards him. The night he died, his roommates heard him and his girlfriend fighting. After about 10 minutes of silence, his girlfriend left the house in a hurry. A half hour later, one of the roommates checked on C to see if he was okay. That's when they found him. The roommates tried to tell the police that the girlfriend was involved, but the police were convinced it was suicide. Fast forward to 2012. My boyfriend was telling me about C. Apparently, he had a very specific way of opening doors. He would turn the knob all the way to the right, then lean all of his body weight into the door. My boyfriend told me this because he once saw C fall down basement stairs at a party by opening a door this way. He also broke a door in a dorm room doing this. The next day, we went to visit the friends living in the house where C died the previous year. My boyfriend, Z, got stuck with the room C died in. We were sitting around drinking and chatting in Z's room. C got brought up. Z said, 
Yeah, we all know his girlfriend killed him. At that moment, the doorknob turned all the way to the right, and the bedroom door flew open, just like my boyfriend had described it. All of the roommates were in Z's room, so none of them could have done it. At first, I thought my boyfriend told me the story about C, so they could play this prank on me to scare me. But the horror on his face convinced me that wasn't the case. We all sat there in stunned silence when we heard a thud in the closet. Z opened the closet, and the hanger that held his belts had fallen to the floor. We all ran out of the house so fast. I've racked my brain for years looking for an explanation. I'm a logical person and believe most things can be explained. But this experience still chills me to my bones. And that was Anna's story. That's the end of Season 1 of the Real Paranormal Stories podcast. Stay tuned for Season 2. That's all for this episode of the Real Paranormal Stories podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. 